It's time for your morning brew. Grab a cup of joe and get caught up on everything you need to know. Here's Schlereth and Evans. Saw a lot of Russell Wilson running in the last game. 11 carries. Some of them by design. Some of them he checked into plays in which he ran. Others, of course, just scrambling. Sean Payne, how do you feel about all that uh, quarterback runs? It's a good question. I would say this was a week. There have been weeks where he's had 30 yards or whatnot, and I wouldn't have guessed whether he would or he wouldn't have. This was a week that I would have guessed he was going to have a good rushing yards because there were a number of good examples of zone read. The way their ends played, the way they played defensively, you know, we kind of felt like that package of offensive plays that that gave him opportunities to run were going to be really good, and they were called yesterday. And so this this was one of the first games where going into the game, I would have said, you know, hey, he's going to have a positive impact rushing the football. Let me get back to the question that I asked just before the the last break. That is, do you believe that that Sean would allow, and do you believe Russ is capable of going out, if I told you it was going to be a 37-34 game this week against Houston and Russ was going to have to deliver a 32 of 42, 360-yard, three-touchdown stat line, do you think he's capable of doing it? Do you think he'd ever get a chance to do it? Oh, I definitely think in that scenario that you presented in a game like that, would he get a chance to do it? Yeah, yeah. if they can't stop anybody on the defensive side of the ball, but it wouldn't, it wouldn't look, Mike, it wouldn't look different. It wouldn't be a great departure of what they're doing. Most of the big plays that they make in the passing game, are they are they designed? Are they from the pocket? Or are they Russell Wilson climbing and moving around and throwing it? So it wouldn't look a whole lot different than it does. It would just be more of the off-schedule stuff. So instead of saying, hey, we're going to throw the flat here, like we're running, for instance, we're running flat curl. Two-man side, okay? That's what we're going to run. Or we're running, you know, we're running two through routes in a three-by-one. We're trying to we're trying to influence and replace. So we're running a through route, right, and we're grabbing that one safety, and then we're running a corner, and we're grabbing the other safety, and then we're running, you know, we're running some type of in-cutting route, and then we're, we're going to throw it right into that hole. It wouldn't be, to me, there wouldn't be, like, that type of design. It'd be like, here's what we do in standard. Instead of swinging it to the back this time, hold it, you know, and scramble around. And, and guys, now we're going to break off routes and we're going to get, you know, we're going to come to our quarterback. If we're short, we're going to go deep. If we're deep, we're going to come back. And that's how we're going to run our offense. So that stuff, that that's part of their offense. It's part of, honestly, and I've had this conversation with Pete Carroll and a bunch of people. That's our offense. So instead of, instead of him like the other night, dropping back with the option to do that only maybe 25 times during the course of a game. In this case, it'd be dropping back 45 times. Right. With the idea of doing those same things. It'd be more like, hey, man, if the first, you know the old old adage, the thing that makes Brady great, if the flat is open, it's a four-yard toss and you're hoping to get it five to six yards, if it's open, he'll take it 100 out of 100 times. He'll never hold it. In this scenario, you say, hey, man, if the flat's open, hold it. And then start making, and then start moving around and make a play. Next on the morning brew, Broncos have been forcing a ton of turnovers on defense. Nick Benito, do you practice it? Or how do you practice it in practice? Yeah, and the credit goes to BJ. I mean, every Thursday, um, every Thursday we always have a takeaway circuit to begin, uh, like, individual periods. So we'll go through that. And then just with every team period throughout the week, 
coaches always make a big emphasis on, you know, whether it's stripping the ball or when the ball's in the air, making sure we're making the play or even little things when it may be an incomplete pass or a batted ball, just making sure that we pick up every ball that's on the floor. I mean, that's a big credit to, you know, Coach BJ and what he's doing. Okay, they practice it, but everybody practices it. And not everybody has the kind Correct. of run that the Broncos are having. Uh, to me, it's they come in bunches. There's a there's a lot of luck and, and law of averages involved when it comes to forcing turnovers. That you could be making the, the same kind of plays, the same kind of effort later on in the season and nothing's happening. But right now you're gaining them in bunches. I just I just look kind of skeptically at the idea that uh, well you know we practice it a lot and you're seeing the benefits of the practicing. Yeah, that, I would agree. That part I would agree with you. The other part where you're just flippantly throwing it away like it just is yep. law pure of averages. Luck. Yep, luck. That part I don't agree with. Yep. You're ma- the harder you work, the luckier you get, and the more you adhere to what they're doing game plan wise, the luckier you're going to get. Why? We've talked about it. Because you're limiting the other team's possessions. So every time they touch the ball, there's a level of pressure on that offense to score because you know you have limited opportunities with the football. So what do you get? A little extra effort from a wide receiver. Instead of getting tackled by one dude, he stretches out and tries to get two more yards and allows the cavalry to populate the ball and bring it out. That's how. That's truly how turnovers happen. And then the other thing, Mike, and I will say this. I played with this guy, a special teams guy, who was on every fumble. Back when I played in Washington, every time the ball was out, he was on it. And coach asked him, how is it, how is it that you're always the one that's on the ball? And he said, because I go down, I run down on kickoff cover or punt cover, and I expect there to be a fumble 100% of the time. I'm surprised when there isn't one. It's like a great rebounder. You know how a great rebounder can see the ball and the shot and go and just instantly calculate the angles and the trajectory of the rebound coming off the ball? Like, that was Dennis Rodman. He just could see this picture in his head. And part of that is that mindset and that, uh, that, that ability to understand that you're going to create those. You're going to create those opportunities and then getting on top of them, being, being aware and being ready. Next on the Morning Brew, the Nuggets back in action tonight at home against Houston. They've played and lost to Houston so far twice this season, uh, but th- both those games in H-Town. Nuggets get them at home tonight. Sad news, the Nuggets did not advance to the quarterfinals mm. of the in-season tournament. I know that is a, um, a crushing news for all of you as Nugget fans. What happened? I mean, I know what happened. What the, Who do we blame? Are we no longer the best team in the NBA? I don't know. Do heads need it's to roll? Over. Do heads need to roll? I would say yes. Because they did not make the in-season tournament? You're correct. Yep. Next on the Morning Brew, got ourselves a pretty big college basketball game tonight. Uh, the Rocky Mountain Showdown hoops version. As CU and CSU play tonight. And uh, both teams are off to terrific starts. CU, 5-1, and one, had been ranked, not ranked right now. Colorado State coming off... Their biggest upset win in decades when they knocked off top 10 ranked Creighton. They are ranked 20th in the country. They're 6-0. So 6-0 and 5-1 and tonight at Moby Arena uh, in Fort Collins. 7 o'clock. That's big time. That might be your uh, Xfinity What Are You Watching tonight. 
Um, no. But thank you. I appreciate I appreciate it, but that, that's not gonna happen. Um Creighton, that's in Nebraska, right? Creighton? I'm sorry, what's that? Creighton is are they in Nebraska? Uh, yes, they're in uh Omaha. Omaha, right. Yeah. And they were a top they're a top program? Oh yeah. Good program, yeah. Yeah, I know they're a good program. I didn't realize they were a, a top program. They, a top ten were, program? They were a top ten program, yeah. Man, good for CSU. Yeah. Yeah, I might have to tune in. Yeah. What will that, what, what, what that be on? What, you can uh, see that on uh, CBS Sports Network. Not CBS Sports, but CBS Sports Network. Oh. You can find it. Don't worry about it. Xfinity has it. Okay. And then you can also hear it if you're driving around on AM uh, ESPN. Okay, Johnny's in my ear. ESPN Denver 1600 at uh, 7 o'clock. That's big time. I might, I might just get in my car. <laughs> you could do that. That'll do it for the Morning Brew, brought to you uh, each and every morning at 6.30.